Hey, I'm Aaron, and I am here standing outside Freddy's Pizzeria in Cicero. We are, have a great interview lined up for you today. You don't want to miss this. I hope you enjoy. This is the It's Not So Late Show with your host, Aaron Hanania, the voice of young America, interviewing celebrities, influencers, and exploring unique and interesting stories that you need to hear. And now, please welcome your host of the It's Not So Late Show, Aaron Hanania! I'm Aaron Hanania, and today I'm joined by Joe Quersha, owner of Freddy's Bakery in Cicero. Thank you so much for having me here. And I gotta ask you first, how did you open this up? When did you open it up? And uh, what inspired you to open up a restaurant? Well, this, actually, this place was already existing on the east side of Austin. They started uh, actually in 1955, and, and they had uh, Italian ice, only three flavors, lemon, chocolate, and strawberry, and sliced cheese pizza in the square pan. That was it. Uh, in 1968, I immigrated from uh, Naples, Italy, and I got a job at, the, at that location. And during, uh, during that time, I was working there and go to school in Morning East High School. At the age 18, the, we moved here, and the place was up for sale. And we still had the same operation, you know, just three flavors and cheese pizza. And um, with some savings that I had after five years being in this country and borrow money from uh, relatives, I purchased the place. And, uh, and that was at the starting. Uh, and I had a vision to, uh, to bring more flavors, more food, uh, make a uh, we call it trattoria or uh, uh, rusticeria style in Italy that you walk in, you get your stuff. It's not a fancy restaurant, you know, it's not a, uh, you put them on your tray, you go out there and eat it. And uh, I created that. Uh, and uh, after 10 years been in this country that uh, I went for a month in Italy and I picked up a lot of ideas. And I came back here and uh, Rechange, refigures the whole thing. I brought gelato uh, because gelato was well known in Italy, but not as much in this country. And um, you know, I'm a self-taught person. I never went to culinary school, or you know, just keep trying and uh, taste it, and and things turn out pretty well. I like the idea. So we're talking here about gelato. So can you tell the viewers what the difference between ice cream and gelato is? Because there is a difference. I think a lot of people may not realize that there is a difference between the two. Well, you know, there is gelato and there is gourmet gelato. What we make is gourmet gelato. And one time in Italy, gelato was making, a, they used to make it just regular milk. Now they start adding cream because people want more of a rich flavor and an intense flavor. And that's what it is and it's a low overrun. What it is is that when it is a low overrun, it means that uh, American ice cream, they do, out of one gallon of a liquid, they make two gallons, versus Italian gelato, it's, a, it's very condensed. Uh, you, don't, you don't pump it up with air. So the flavors is intense, um, it's creamier. It's about between 10 to 12% butterfat. Some people question, say, no, Italian gelato should be 7 8%. So there is, depends where you go. Same thing in Italy. You go to a place which they make 7 8% butterfat, which is 
almost like a sherbet versus making a gourmet gelato. Now, do you have a favorite uh, flavor of gelato that you like to oh, eat? Oh, <laughs> I change every month. Like we just made the chocolate uh, rocher is one of my favorite. And um, limoncello is one of my favorite too. And, uh, and lemon ice, you know, oh, yeah. lemon and that's my favorite. Now, you know, you work here in the food industry. Now, does it ever get hard to not eat the product that you're making? Do you ever get the urge like, oh, I'm making this pizza. This looks great this morning. I want some pizza. Because we're here really early. This is like 9 in the morning. And you said you were here till I think you said like 6 in the morning you started? Yes. yes um, so do you ever just start eating early? No, not, 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 not at that time. When it, you know, we come here and we do preparation, turn the, turn the oven on and uh, start um, making the dough and let it rise and start making the bread. So it's, uh, it's a little intense. Uh, usually maybe around 10, 11, 11 o'clock, I um, may taste a piece of pizza or taste an arancini, uh, whatever I have uh, the urge to taste that day. But yeah, we do taste the food uh, during the day in order to maintain the quality. So can you tell our viewers a little bit about the specific types of food you have? You know, maybe like what your favorite menu item is or what maybe some of the popular menu items are in case some of the people who have not been to maybe a smaller like uh, Italian uh, type cuisine place uh, can enjoy. Well, the, the favorite that would, the best selling right now here is almost everything. Uh, we have uh, like three generation that grew up here. I saw some people they they lived here, so when they go and move out of the uh, out of this town, they come back and they remind to get a, a sliced cheese pizza, mm -hmm. the square pan, the Sicilian style. Some people like uh, chicken limone, or chicken marsala, uh, or, or pasta. You know that we add on as years went by, in order to maintain the you know the request of the customers, because. Uh, from 30 years ago has changed what the people are demanding. They were more uh, prepared food, and that's what we hear, and that's what we serve. Right. So what is the difference? So you're saying that there's this change over 30 years. Can you talk a little bit about what that change was, what you mean by prepared foods? Well, change was like uh, years ago we used to uh, sell dry pasta, maybe 25, 30 cases a week. Wow. So each, each uh, case is 24 pounds. And olive oil and like you know in gallons and everything, and there was the immigrants from Italy that we they lived. Immigrants from Italy right now is is kind of very very slow down, and uh, we were we aimed at um, all kind of uh, nationality, and most of them they all work right now. There is not like the mother stayed at home or the lady stayed at home and the husband went to work. Now both people are working and they're looking for prepared food. So they stop here and uh, pick up uh, an order of uh, pasta or chicken or pizza or sandwiches, go home and eat. They don't, you know, a lot of people cannot afford to get fine dine every day, you know, maybe once a week. And uh, it's been helping. As I said before, when I seen the decline of selling the pasta on the shelf, not dry pasta, right. I knew something was change, changing. So we said, well, we have to switch. We have to make prepared food. <laughs> That's what the people want. You know, slice of lasagna, and you come in and you get an order for, you know, 9.99 or 10.99, an order of pasta. You get your salad, some bread, a little gelato. 
maybe $25, $30. You have two people eating on a $15 per person. So right. it's, you know, it's good and reasonable. You know, like I said, you know, you go to a, a white t- tablecloth restaurant, easy, it's $50 or more. Exactly. You know, so that's they get that fine dine at home. I like that, you know, and that's what we're moving towards. Now, I want to talk about the challenges. You know, you said you moved here from Italy, you know, and you then you worked your way up, you know, and now you own this restaurant. What are some of the challenges you face? You know, like we just got out of, we're getting out of the pandemic. Did that bring any challenges as well to a smaller, you know, fa- privately owned uh, well, place like this? Well, at the present time, I mean, you know, you talk about the pandemic that we went through last year, you know. And the pandemic, the challenge that we had it was uh, we were closed for two months for, for safety for our uh, help and ourselves and uh, then we decided to open up because things got loosened up a little bit and we were serving out of the window we were ser- we were bringing the food outside that was very challenging uh, but now it seems like it's back to normality and hopefully hopefully that this thing goes away but uh, you know it was challenging but uh, we tried to thank God we we were paying our bills. We were doing very well, and uh, and we kept our uh, our staff all working, wow. and no no one went to unemployment. And uh, even though myself at the end of the week, I there was no check for me, but that's all right. Oh. I could survive. Right. You know, and what was that like when, you know, after we got through this pandemic, it was a couple of months of not seeing customers. What was it like when you were able to see that first customer again, you know, probably with the mask on? Did, was that a really sigh of relief for you, you know, and the people who work here? Oh, yeah, it was a sign of relief. But uh, I kept always busy at home. I made videos and I, I posted on Facebook. I was doing cooking uh, lessons uh, and people uh, used to respond. Uh, but, um, but the first day we opened up, I, I was excited. I was excited because, you know, when you do this all every every day uh, since 1968, and wow. you slowed up, and I was going crazy at home. So. I feel that. So where do you post? Um, you said you post these uh, videos of like cooking. Can you talk a little bit about that? Where maybe where the viewers and listeners at home can find that, and then what you well, yeah, like to cook. Go, the, they could go on Facebook, uh, but I don't think there are too many now because I think Facebook canceled them. This was last year. I don't know why they canceled. You know, they they blocked us for a while. Really? Yeah, but that's 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 Facebook. You know, <laughs> and as you are, we we had to go through an, another little problem a few years back with uh, Freddy's Fazbear, and we had a problem with that. Oh man! Um, but now uh, it's back to almost back to normal. Uh, people appreciate, and people are calling. Uh, and Speaking of calling, <laughs> <laughs> and and they, and they want to know, you know, are you guys back? And like a lady yesterday, you know, she's she's she was coming from Naperville, and and she want to make sure that uh, our dining is open for, and the outdoor is open, and we had all the food that we used to carry, which is we do, we still have uh, everything. Uh, the challenging right now is. Uh, the product, the product, uh, sometimes you can't get the product, and yeah. if you get it, it's very expensive. Tripled. Wow. Some of the product is tripled. But is there anyone specific that, you've, that you're finding is difficult to obtain right about now? Um, you know, it's, you could obtain it. It just, I, I, I don't know what it is, but they just like to jump with the price. Nice. Just give an example. Uh, vegetable oil for frying, calamari, and arancini. We used to pay maybe $22 for a five-gallon drum. 
we used to pay twenty-two dollars for a gallon drum. Right now it's forty-three dollars. Oh, so it's doubled. Uh, yeah. Wow. So other items like uh, mozzarella is went up, chickens is going up. Really? So it's a little bit of the labor and um, and a little bit of uh, you know uh, some people are taking a, it might take advantage. Uh, they try to make uh, what they lost. So I want to talk about, since my, my show is geared towards a lot of younger people, you know, who maybe have like a dream, and I know a lot of them want to open up a restaurant, that's why we're here, I was asked to go, you know, visit like bakeries and restaurants, so where do you recommend people start if they want to open up maybe their own, you know, whether it's a restaurant or it's a bakery, maybe it's an ice cream parlor, where should they start, what do you think they should do first? Well, they could start like on a place like this, or start anywhere, or even like uh, this chain, if they like there. I always recommend a mom pass. It's different than a, a chain restaurant. Um, if they want to go to culinary school, first of all, you have to have a passion. It's not everybody makes it through this. Because at the end of the day, it's a lot of hours, a lot of patience, a lot of dedication. Um, and, you know, there were times when I started, you know, I was. Uh, at the end of the week, uh, I used to have uh, red slips, you know, <laughs> final notice, you know. Oh my so it's challenging, but at that time it was different. Today with the media and with uh, uh, all this technology, uh, you, could, you could get on Facebook, get online, and before was uh, word of mouth, you know. Exactly. And it was not like uh, it is today. Today you go on Facebook, you post it, uh, something, and you get all these hits and get all these calls. <laughs> Versus years ago, you were, you know, forced to uh, to do other things, which is me and my wife. Uh, uh, that time, actually, we were going out, and when I started to have Freddy's, I used to make these little menus of pamphlets. Really? And on Sundays, our day off, we used to uh, drive through Oak Park, River Forest, Cicero and Berwin, they knew already, and we used to put them uh, in the mailbox. Really? There was, oh. uh, there was a thing, so. That's very cool. And speaking of media, we are in your uh, indoor dining hall, and I, I, can't, I can't help but see the different news, uh, you know, stories that you have on the wall. So you can talk about some of the media attention you've gotten, or maybe, you know, some well-known people who've come here to eat, because this is really cool. I see here, um, I think this one is from, you know, a local paper, so. Yes. Um, can you talk about that? Paper. Yeah. Uh, he's a nice gentleman, uh, David Hammond. Uh, he's from Oak Park, and he did a few stories on me quite a bit, and uh, also uh, he passed away a great uh, food critic, uh, Pat Bruno. Uh, at that time, he was uh, during few year, quite a few years back. He was the the top uh, food critic, which wow. is, you never meet him. You never, you don't even know what he looked like. He used to come in and uh, two or three times and taste foods. Then we had, uh, there was our first big hit with Pat Bruno. Second big, the second big hit was um, on Check Please. Okay. Wow. So Check Please really uh, put a shot on uh, in the arm. And other two, you know, like Good Life, and there were Chicago's uh, magazines, uh, Channel 7, Channel 9. Oh. Uh, we had uh, a lot of channels, and, and like I said, the media, uh, helped a lot and uh, also the online you know people they talk about and they they come in and do videos and they post <laughs> it on Facebook right. so. 
And that helps, you know, that helps bring business um, you know, to here. So do you have like an online presence where people can follow you? Um, you know, people who are listening to the, to the show, do you, are you guys on any like Instagram or Facebook, uh, the handles? No, just, just our Facebook, that's it, you know, just, uh, uh, and then I, I still believe a word of mouth. And we have so many, like I said, three generation and we are serving. Uh, some of these young men, I remember when they were six, seven years old, now they have their own kids. So right. they bring them here. And, uh, you know, we have a menu that, that's been uh, uh, printed since uh, 1960. Oh we still post it. If, uh, we'll show you, you can take a shot at So we have this great follower, which is, you know, it's, it is the, still the best. I consider it still the best because um, it is nice. And when uh, the people used to live around this neighborhood, at one time was uh, Eastern European, uh, Western European, Italian, Greeks, I mean, they were all nationality. Uh, and, uh, then there was a little change. Uh, we have uh, Hispanics, a wonderful community. Uh, they support us tremendously. And other, uh, we're very fortunate, like I said, and people coming from everywhere. They're coming from River Forest, Naperville, because the people, they will live here. This was, a, this was the starting point of Cicero, that people bought their bungalows, they start working, and you know, everybody wants better themselves and move out and so. Speaking of which, real quick here, we're in, a, for those of you who can't see, we are in in proximity of the neighborhood. I believe this is a house next door. So was this a house at one point the, uh, near the bakery that has been converted into a bakery? Well, this is a bakery and, and plus a pizza place in Gelateria, okay. Uh -huh. uh, yes, I lived in the back, actually. Really? There was an apartment in the back. That's when we bought, uh, bought the Freddy's there was an apartment in the back, and I lived in the back for quite a few years. And then, like, uh, we moved out, and uh, we uh, extended because we needed more room, more storage, or production. We did about two or three addition to the place. Really? And I know you just have this beautiful outdoor patio that uh, you recently added. So has that helped now? You know, because obviously during COVID, a lot of people like eating outside. You know, they don't like eating inside. So was that was that helpful and oh, beneficial yeah, for you? It helped tremendously. Thank, thanks to the to the town of Cicero, to the president of Cicero, and all the uh, all the people who work there, they really helped us a lot to build this place. Uh, I mean, you know, they give us the okay to build it, um, and uh, we did a good job at it. So during the winter, the pandemic, we had heaters outside, and uh, at least uh, it helped us uh, pay for the bills mm -hmm. uh, and uh, keep our staff. My Worry that was keeping my staff because most of my staff has been with us for 20, 25, 30 years. So that was my goal to keep my staff uh, uh, and make them earn money. Even though, you know, if it wasn't, right. if it wasn't a little bit left for me, it was fine because, you know, that's them that I was worrying about. I like that. So before we end here, do you have any new menu items that you can uh, give our viewers a little sneak peek of that are going to be uh, added to the menu anytime soon? Uh, we always come up with some something once in a while. Um, you know, mostly uh, we do some pasta. Or we do uh, sometimes we do like uh, we we recently came up. Uh, it's like a Sunday gravy, uh, homemade pasta with uh, braised beef. Uh, it's delicious. And that's the, uh, was the latest thing that we came up with. Thank you, Joe, so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And you guys can come here, 16th Street and 61st in Cicero, Illinois, to Freddy's.